the Lowe's Fantasy Dudes Podcast with your hosts, Jonathan and Jake. All right, guys, what is going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Those Fantasy Dudes Podcast. Um, I'm your host, Jonathan, joined once again by my fellow fantasy football partners in crime. I'm going to make that my line. Do you guys Are you guys okay with that line? That's trash. That's okay. That's fine. That's Maybe we could rework bad. it, but is it a little cringe? <laughs> a lot of work. Is it too cringy? I kind of like it. That's just me, it's though. Pretty, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad, John. You, should you do think it's that bad? Damn it. Week. What else? What would you partners say instead? In I don't know. What are you, a kindergarten teacher? My partner's in crime. <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> oh, my God. I mean, yeah. <sighs> Shit. Well, if you have anything, but what, are, what should I say instead? My fantasy fuck faces? Co-hosts. Literally co-hosts. No, no. I guess. All right. My fellow co-hosts, Jake and Tyler. That's just... You're just too, trying to be superior. It's too My easy. fellow Americans, Jake and Tyler. My fellow, My fellow other Americans. human beings. My fellow Americans. We'll see. Um, we're here to discuss none other than NFL news, injury updates, talk about our various leagues, keeper, listener, and dynasty. Okay, we're switching it to specifically listener, which is also aka redraft. Um, here to answer some of your questions, and mainly we're here to talk shit about our fantasy football league mates. There's going to be a lot of that this week, thank God. Um, this week we're going to be doing a Dynasty download segment where we talk about Logan's five trades that he did in our Dynasty league over the last two weeks. <laughs> three of which I think were over the last day or two, which is insane. I mean, some of those should barely count. Um, and yeah, and then we're also going to jump into, uh, the ultra penultimate fantasy fight after that. So it's going to be a pretty good episode. So you should stick along for the ride. Uh, you can check us out on Instagram at those fantasy dudes. Molly, can you get out from under my fucking foot? Uh, at those fantasy dudes, Facebook and at fantasy dudes pod on Twitter. What's our live follower account, Tyler? Uh, can we pull that up real quick. 40 less. Busy. We actually lost some 41. Yeah, a lot of, he's been getting a lot of engagement from 45. Me. I think we're at 43 last time. Uh, maybe. Someone fact check that. I think we have gained at least two followers on Twitter. I hope maybe. so. I I'm got some good Twitter content. Sure. I've been really focused on, you know, like the hard hitting news and, uh, you know, just really, really important statistics. All of that thing. All those things on Twitter. Are you sure it's not um, just bullshit memes? That's I thought that's what you were kind of. No, sh- no it's a really serious on. Twitter account. And I think if you if you want to win your leagues this year, you need to follow it for the really important information. Yes. You know, PFF actually, you know, they get all their statistics from me. So. That makes sense. Yes. Yep. Yep. Tyler is their source. That doesn't sound right. right here. Yep. Uh, yeah, if you want to listen to us, you can listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, CastBox, Reason, Radio Public, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Anchor is our host platform. Uh, make sure to subscribe on one of those platforms. That way you can have notifications and you never miss an episode, okay? Especially okay. going into the season because we have one more episode after this. That's going to be two weeks from when you're listening to this, if it's our release date. And then after that, it's every single week for the next 18 weeks. Yeah. Which, wow, that sounds Choo-choo. like a daunting task on our part. But uh, Yeah, I'm kind of <laughs> scared, it but it'll yeah. be fun. I'm curious to see how we're going to do it when we're actually, like, watching games in the same stadium. And, like, I don't know what, how week three is going to go, but we'll figure it out, I guess. That's going to be bonkers. Yeah. Yep. I'm just on the airplane going home, recording the pod. We'll see. I'm, I'm going to fight a Patriots fan. I am a Patriots fan. 
you didn't know. Yep. Yeah. Shocker. Yeah. Shut up, Jake. Um, I'm yeah. F- I'm going to fight you. That's show, what I'm talking about. Anchor.fm slash those fantasy dudes. Give us money. I Otherwise, I might be on the streets next week at this point. Honestly, like. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's It's got bad, guys. <laughs> For only money. five cents a day, you can support this lowly fantasy football analyst. I need, like, a Sarah McLaughlin commercial, but it's just me in, like, a cage. <laughs> in the arms. Uh, <laughs> it's just me with my cat. She's, like, really overweight still because I just still feed her way too much. If I saw you and Molly on the side of the road, I'd be like, here's five bucks, but it's only for the cat. Yeah. I'm just covered you can in my only dog. Use it on step Molly. on it and spit in my face and walk away. She's, she's so cute. <laughs> she does like being in here when I record, which is kind of nice. I like it. She just likes people because um, you leave her alone so much. I know. I need to stop being mean. Okay. Stop neglecting. Shall we get into this week's Dynasty Download? Dynasty <laughs> Download. Okay. So this week we're going to dive into the trades that our buddy Logan made. Um, he's been really at the forefront of this. We didn't have too many trades to talk about last episode, but things have certainly changed because Logan made five trades I actually even haven't even added the most recent one to our document here but um i was wondering because i've been coined the king of banana land as we say it. you are the king of banana um, land don't let this change that and i am not i think i have made some trades that would consider me you know at least a resident of banana land uh maybe not the king you're a opinion. you're a high up rank you're a high ranking position no doubt sure, I'm, I'm probably like the town treasurer at the very least uh, the like comptroller. I'm, I'm on the city council board. The comptroller <laughs> of Banana Land. I'm there. I'm there. I have I have a say in most things that go down in our community. Anyway, um, I wanted to know if you guys knew about the actual real life king of Banana Land, Mike Ditka. Do you know the story behind this? I do know this. Wait, story. that's we his might have real. Actually talked about this before. I, I can't remember a real on the show, game. but I may have brought this up. I thought this no would be a fun way. little kind of like fun nothing. fact segment to talk about that I guarantee Jake hasn't heard this story and he's gonna no, love it. No, definitely okay? not. Um, it's a it's a real life story. It happened back in 1999. Mike Ditka was host was uh, hired as the head coach of the New Orleans Saints in 1999. Okay. Um, okay. And they traded up, I believe seven spots in the draft to take Ricky Williams fifth overall. Okay. Jake, have you ever heard of Ricky Williams? Heisman winning. Oh, Williams, okay. Yeah. I I have heard the name before, and I know that he was a huge. Okay, well, go ahead. Just go ahead. No, no, no. I'm, I'm actually wondering what you do know about him. You can. That he's just a huge bust. I can't it. remember what happened, but I just I do know that they wasted a massive pick on him. So uh, th- this was the craziest trade up until this point in NFL history, and no one has really done anything to compare to it since then. No, so, this is the king. Yeah, this was also the year that Donovan McNabb got chosen by the Eagles second overall behind Tim Couch, um, and the Eagles fans were I do know who Jim Couch is. Ricky Williams. That's yeah. neither here nor there. But so the actual trade before we look at Logan's trades, maybe this will give you some peace of mind that Logan's trades weren't that bad. Maybe I don't know. But to acquire Ricky Williams, they traded with the Washington Redskins or Washington Commanders, okay, football team, whatever. They gave away their first, second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth round pick of that year, and their first round pick of 2000, and their third round pick of 2000 for Ricky Williams. This was for the fifth overall pick of that year. Wow. 
That's quite a haul. So they okay. traded nine draft picks for one player and then That's proceeded to go three yeah. and 13 and Mike Ditka got fired the next season. What? <laughs> so what happened with Ricky Williams? Was he just um, not good? So, yeah, he played three seasons with the Saints and then got traded to Miami, which is what I remember him. I remember him as a Dolphin. Like, growing up as a Patriots fan, you saw him on the Dolphins and he would get suspended for weed a lot. And that's oh. my recollection of Ricky Williams' career. But he was a 10,000-yard rusher over his entire career and was pretty serviceable. So, you know, I don't think he's worth nine huh. picks. Nobody's worth yeah, nine picks. Yeah, that's pretty nuts. So, all I'm saying is I wow. think Mike Ditka is the mayor of Banana Land, and I am possibly the town treasurer. Okay? Well, hey, John, is Mike is Mike Ditka in our fantasy league? Um, I think Mike be. Ditka might be Logan this, this week on the podcast at the very least. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, in spirit, definitely. Tyler's 100% on. So, uh, yeah, Mike Ditka also That's never correct. coached again in the NFL after that, by the way. so. But he we'll was in taking and screaming. You're like, yep. I'm trading my whole draft. My whole draft. They called me a madman. Yeah. My whole, you was know it? what? My whole draft and first and third next year. Logan, I mean, in, in a sense, he is kind of the, uh, the, what, the Redskins of this trade as he's acquiring all these picks. So we'll see what he actually ends up doing with them. Um but yeah, why don't we get into it? Uh, the first trade I think we're going to talk about is a trade that actually took place between Logan and I. Okay. Um, Logan and I did a one-for-one one trade. I gave him Zemir White, who was the Las Vegas Raiders fourth-round draft pick running back. And I received Tyler Algier, the fifth-round draft pick for the Falcons. One-for-one one trade. And I think it's a pretty fair trade that helps us both. They both have some incredible upside. Um, but neither are proven Logan's in any an way on this one. Um, I would, uh, Tyler Azier has been taking reps in camp and, uh, Zemir White is going to at best be a committee back with Josh Jacobs. Who's been a great rusher. I don't know. This trade I think, also, I think you know that Zemir White is way more upside than that, but yeah, this got processed after the news of Tyler Algier basic of them basically saying, yeah, this guy has a, has a really good chance at just being the starting running back week one. Yeah, that, they, that I don't came think out like they two said that. They said he was pretty close to, that. to get first team reps and and some more time on the field than you would have expected. They weren't saying he's be the starter. I heard okay, that this is he competition. was like probably going to be the starter. That's that's I how bet I he read beats that. out Mike Davis. Now the wording could have been different, but or Damian Williams. I I don't know. I I think it it helps us both because he uh, he initially completely declined the trade and then he brought it up again. It was like, wait a minute, Zamir White looks pretty awesome. <laughs> he does that to you some too. Film. Oh yeah, that's a, this is <sighs> Logan's whole strategy. Literally every time he trades, he's like, mm, yeah, I don't think so. And then like eight hours later, he'd be like, actually, you're right. Yeah, because <laughs> he's on that West Coast time frame, so it's like two a.m. <laughs> here, and he's like, you know what? I think I actually want to do that trade. Uh, are you awake? He doesn't ask that. He just assumes I'm awake. He's, he's <laughs> literally, I guarantee he's just watching a bunch of film of players he's getting offered and then watching no competing film of the player he's sending away. And then he's like, wow, this guy's a stud. you got to understand, though, Zamir White, who, what team was he on in college? Do you remember? No, I, I, I just know that know. Tyler Algier was on BYU, which absolutely wrecked its divisional teams or whatever teams were in its conference. They would win oh. games like 45 to nothing, and he would basically run through players that were terrible at football. So, like, his highlight reel to me actually wasn't that impressive. So, Jimmy I don't... White's out of Georgia. Uh, okay. National championship winning Georgia, right? There you go. So, so, there you go. You know, I think that 
that right there already shows that, I mean, Zamir White, he was drafted earlier than Tyler Algier. No, he probably doesn't have the same opportunity that Algier has this year, but I still think long-term he is probably the better fantasy asset. That's what I think. So yeah, I actually I mean, didn't I want just... to get rid of him, but I wanted to secure that backfield for this season in Atlanta. I would just, I don't know. I would just he got rid of Jacobs, which is crazy. Like he he already had let go of him. I don't know why he was remotely open to He's grabbing old, the man. committee back. Twenty four. Yeah. Jacobs is washed. <laughs> is Nobody he only twenty four? Yeah, he's 24. Dude, that, crazy, I man. cannot believe. Wow. I can't wait till we get to the tight end trade. That one's fucking stupid to me. <laughs> is that you even have, on Can here? you pull that one up? Because I don't have it on the document. But yeah, yeah we it. can oh definitely God. talk about it. That'll be the last one we talk about. Uh, okay, so I don't know. Who wins that trade? I don't. It's hard to say. I really like. You, how, I, you, you can't know right, right now, now, but I, I really I think, think you win that trade. Who wins that trade long term? Shit, I don't know. I mean, I, th- I mean, the Raiders are think... a better team, but if Josh McDaniel stays there long term and it's a committee backfield forever, I think you still probably win that. Yeah, hard yeah, to say really right now. We'll know after this season. Other guys sure. even have photos on uh, on Sleeper. So, not honestly, most of Logan's team doesn't have photos at this point because he it's all twenty twenty two draft picks that are oh just starters. Um, okay, trade number two, Logan. Traded away to Mac. Oh, wow. I forgot. This is the trade that made Tyler's blood boil. Um, I'm excited uh. to see his thoughts on this one. Uh, so Tyler was actually trying to acquire Chris Godwin and in confidence spoke in our those fantasy dudes. I message chat between the three of us here um, and told us of his intentions and Logan's willingness to take Chris Godwin or give him Chris Godwin for, I assume, a first round draft pick. And I think that was it. That was it. Yeah. And then Jake immediately. Rounder. I assume tried to make a deal with Logan and then in the open chat Logan posts a picture and was like I'm going to take this unless someone does this or that. Dude, and I can't Mac believe it. Makes a trade with Logan. So, I can't I can't believe Logan Logan madness. would just yeah. spout that off in the mainly in the main chat. Yeah. So I don't know, is Jake the bad guy here? He yes. didn't make the deal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, definitely. I don't care. No, I'm definitely I don't care. Bad. Jake's definitely the bad guy here. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I don't know. That's that brutal. That is brutal shit. You know what would have been worse though, is if you didn't say anything and Logan didn't say anything, and I just I just saw a trade processing of Chris Godwin for a first round. I was Q. thinking that would be what happened. I would have been God, so, be so pissed so off. Bad. Because oh if, especially if it's Jake's pick, it'd be like I mean it's probably the one <sighs> in reality, but if if it's Jake saying it, it's, yeah. it's the one twelve. Yeah, so Logan probably wins that. No. Yeah. <laughs> you would yeah. hope so. Logan, but Logan no, Chris wins. Godwin what? is like a bottom dollar right now. And I was like, God damn, a first round pick for Chris Godwin would be insane. Because he's looking like he was on the up and up. And then like, I think the next day, the article came out like, yeah, Chris Godwin, full go for camp. And I was like, Literally. God damn it. God damn it. And then for Matt me, got him for an absolute steal. Now, after that happened, it's like, okay. It's, he's fine. He's Fantastic. fine. No, I'm not concerned about that. But. Now, I said it in the chat. I'm like, I'm not getting in a bidding war over Chris Godwin, even if it's at this point, right? It's like, I'm pretty set at wide receiver. I got CeeDee Lamb, Michael Pittman, Mike Williams. Unbelievable. I, like, it would be awesome. Don't get me wrong. Might put me in that upper echelon, but I was like, no, I'll pay it first, and that's it. Uh, this is a value thing for me, so. Yeah, and it should I be. Do. I mean, you're trying to get him at a value. Why would you overpay now? It, it would make yeah, absolutely it's no just sense dumb. to do that. Like, that's what he's worth later, so I'll just get him later. That's how I feel with a lot of my players, like... uh 
uh, like J.K. Dobbins. If anyone inquires about J.K. Dobbins, I'm like, I would rather hold him now. If he drops in value, oh well, but he can only go up, and then I'll trade him at that point. Same with A.J. Dillon. I'm not going to trade him now. Like He's just about to be that guy who gets 50 to 60% of that workload as the running back, not the pass catcher. And he can catch passes, so... You know, I'm not going to trade those guys before the season. But yeah, I mean, I think that does make Max' team pretty nasty. In my opinion, his team is is top five in the league. Yeah, right now. look at the depth um, though. Without question, look at the depth. He his starting lineup are his only guys, unless something really like goes wrong. Well, for win now, um, yeah, like he has a good overall team. He is a great. I mean, if team, everybody stays healthy for the whole season, it's terrifying. But like his his only the only really good starter he has for his flex spot on his bench is Devin Singletary. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm with you there. That's his entire depth. I mean, it's just lucky he does have really, really good pieces. But uh, I don't know. I feel like I I can understand why he's going to give it a shot, but I totally see him selling a lot of his team this season and rebuilding because he's smart. Probably to me. I think Probably he might him. be the biggest yeah, surprise. fuck of off. Year. Granted, he has some ins- I think he has better starting receivers than I do, and that scares me a lot. I mean, yeah, Devon he is inarguably. Keenan yeah. Allen, Chris Godwin, yeah, and Deontay two Johnson. Top five. If those guys all hit this year, like you're, we're fucking done for. I'm telling you guys right now. Yeah, that's not good. And I don't think Josh you, I mean, I don't And know. Travis Kelsey. The only thing I'm not worried about is Miles Sanders. Like, you might as well just have nobody Miles in that Sanders said not slot. to draft him. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, said, I mean, I could me. see him actually throwing Singletary in his RB2 slot for the first couple weeks here and just kind of run with it. Okay, uh, yeah, so the third trade for Logan here, this was between, who was this with? Oh, with, this was with me. With Tyler again, okay. <laughs> so why don't, you, why don't you run through this one? Yeah, so uh, Logan got uh, Jahan Dotson, who the commanders took in the first round, 16th overall. Uh, he also got Ken Walker, who Seattle took in the second round. Um, and I got Brandon Ayuk and Travis Etienne. Um, so... I'm trying to remember how this all went down. I inquired about ETN at first, <clears throat> basically asking, hey, is is he even on the table, or is he, like, part of your long-term plan? And he's like, ah, I don't really feel like trading him right now. Like, he's at his bottom dollar. I was like, okay, you know, what Five I expected. Five minutes later, trades him to you. Literally, yeah, like a couple <laughs> hours later, he's <laughs> like, he's like, yeah, so I thought about it. Yeah, no, I would totally trade ETN. He's like, I would need another another player in return, though. And I was like, yeah, that's usually how it works. <laughs> That's, yeah, that's how trades happen. Yeah, that's how trades happen. <laughs> no, I'll give him a little credit. But then he just tossed me the offer. It's like Ken Walker and Dodson, who Ken Walker I got for basically pennies uh, from Dave in a trade a while ago. So he was basically free. And then Dodson I got at like the 205 because um, I traded you back. Got, yeah. And I was like, dude, Brandon Ayuk is going to have a way better year this year. And then ETN, I think, again, like you even said, I, I think he's at his bottom dollar right now, and I have tra- uh, Trevor Lawrence too. So, both of those Seems guys like a are no-brainer. huge buy lows. <clears throat> yeah. Both of them. I mean, I think if if IU hits, then you're going to be sitting pretty. You already have solid running backs. If for some reason Kamara isn't playing the first six weeks, which at this point it looks like he's going to play the whole season, yeah. uh, then you're fine. And especially if he plays, you're definitely fine. Yeah, and he let me keep uh, Rashad Penny too. <laughs> He didn't even ask. Didn't even Dude, put him in the offer. It's I was like, so oh, fucking, fucking sense. Logan, I was like, sure, because he he's so determined to not do anything this year that he won't do the thing that makes sense. It's like even if you're not trying to win, Logan, take Rashad Penny off me because right. I still would have done that trade, and then just give him to somebody else. 
Yeah, just sell them right? for. Don't, I mean, don't literally let me keep them for free. Hold him, let him, let him have a great game early season, and then trade him for a first. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, literally, because like a win now team, some like let's say for some reason Frank wins the first three weeks or something, he's gonna be like, okay, let me patch up whatever with my team. Let me get another starting running back for Shot Penny. Here's a first round pick, Logan. There yeah. you go. Yep, you would have had would. But it's too late now, buddy. Yeah. No, I feel a little sad selling those guys because those are, in my opinion, some some really good rookies. I was really excited about Dotson, especially drafting him in the second round. But if John Dotson hits this year, which he hasn't played a single game in the NFL, if he hits this year, he's about in the same tier as Brandon Ayuk anyway. So that takes all the risk away from me. Yeah. If he hits, then yeah, both are interesting. For me, I, I personally would rather have your side too because these are already somewhat more proven assets. Like their hype is already kind of there. So I yeah. I would be more confident having Ayuk and Etienne on my team than Kenneth Walker and Dotson. But yeah. I think it could make sense for him. I don't know. He seems like he has a plan, although it might not make sense to any of us. Uh, it Who knows? It could work out. But the only thing is like he could change his mind tomorrow and start to be a win-now team. Like, yeah. I don't know. That's just kind of how Logan is, so... Yeah, it's interesting. He's an enigma. He is. No, I think I he's. Him. I think he's, he's at least taco. moved away from wanting to be win now. Like I think he's at least figured that out. Yeah, I love his team uh, for like win he, later. I really do. I think it's great. I mean, um, I like it less when now that ETN, ETN was, and Ayuk were off. ETN and Ayuk are both win win later as well. But I mean, it makes no sense to me. So makes, yeah, uh, the last so trade stupid. here happened last night between Tyler and Logan again for some reason, and Tyler acquired Donald Parham. For Brevin Jordan. Yeah. Donald Parham. I, I don't understand this one because... You probably don't know who these guys are if you don't play Dynasty. <laughs> I, I'm i a big Donald Parham guy. I like yeah. him. I like his name. And I like the team he's on. I think he could have some ample opportunity, especially this season. Um, I think he's a huge sleeper for the tight end position. And yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know why Logan would give him away for just Brevin Jordan. Because uh, I'm a sweet talker. I feel like you said almost nothing. Stupid, to dude. I don't. I no, do I, not this get one it. I actually did work on. Um, we did this some one back is and forth. So stupid. And I, I believe in Brevin Jordan. That's why he's on my team. Yeah. But I basically sold Logan on his own idea of like, okay, you have Parham right now, or is it Parham? Parnum? Parham? Parham. I call him Parham because I think uh, that's it's awesome. just weird to pronounce. Um, Parham. Parham. Big Ham. There's a but yeah there's a, a yeah no there. I was I was like dude Houston is in a rebuild you're in a rebuild like when you're looking to have your window to win in two to three years Brevin Jordan's gonna be there you don't know where Donald Parham's gonna be because the Chargers have an aging defense and an aging wide receiver core yes. so their window is super tight like next year year after what what Jake? what's up Jake it's a it what the fuck that's like even your argument like is that's not because he has a great no that's so that's so stupid that is yeah. so stupid that this it, is it what worked. sold him he was i like, know yeah. look that's great it worked but that's so stupid you have justin herbert justin herbert's what this is his third year well that's the point he brought up but like it's just you can only do so much you don't even know i don't know you don't even know who the quarterback's going to be in in houston in two years why would you sign on to a team that you have no certainty over it that's so stupid he just I said dart. he was so like dart throw he's like you know what i'll try it whatever dude i still think there's a, like at it's least like, a 25 percent <sighs> chance that uh jimmy garoppolo is the qb in houston this year 
Who gives a shit? So, a guy who does like the throat of his tight end. Parham, Parham is a way better option for Logan. He doesn't care about this year. Hold on. Like, it doesn't matter. Why would you want Brevin Jordan if your argument is, oh, it's this year? He it, That doesn't matter. You're talking about a tight end that's tied to Justin Herbert, who, Herbert, who's going to be like a top five quarterback in the NFL for the foreseeable future. He's got, you know, it's not like he's a quarterback that's going to age out of the game. I don't know, man. Worked out great for me. Uh, yeah, it's awesome for you. I mean, it's such a, like... It's kind of a non It's such a to, nothing trade, really. I get to sure I just don't Gerald get it. Everett. That's what I really wanted. I know. That's what I'm saying. Gerald I just Everett? don't understand. Like, yeah, I do. There's n- Fucking Like, there's no way he, he couldn't... He could have... T- the thing is, he could have gotten, like, Brevin Jordan and a third. You probably would have done that. I would have done that, yeah. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Is, like, At I least just don't try to get more. Logic. That's the thing. It's like Logan it's, is so willing to just take whatever is given to him. Just try to get a little more. If someone says no, then okay. But just negotiate a little bit to get on the better side of the deal. That's what I'm always trying to do. I don't I don't know. I'm always trying to sneak it, a little, like, another first out of somebody or sneak Michael Thomas away from Ben. That's what I did. I yeah. tried to get Bateman off of him, and I'm kind of glad I have Michael Thomas now, just with all the news that's coming out. We'll see. <laughs> My question here is... What would you rather have for a rebuild, okay? I'm going to say what Logan acquired and what Logan gave away. What assets would you rather have on your team if you are rebuilding, okay? Yeah. Uh, this is what Logan actually has, okay? He has Kenneth Walker, Zamir White, Jahan Dotson, Brevin Jordan, a 2024 fir- first and a 2025 second, or Travis Etienne, Tyler Algier, Brandon Ayu, Chris Godwin, and Donald Parham. That's Insane. not even close for me personally. It's really, it's now that I close. say it out loud, Insane. it's like, oh god, that's nuts. P- plug that into Keep Trade Cut. I guarantee <laughs> oh, that's, that's a minute, but I will. No, don't. You don't have to do that. Okay. But because <laughs> we know done. it's a loss. Somebody do it. We know. We know it's a loss. It's I, that's just insane to me. You have Travis Etienne in his situation. He's never played a snap in the NFL, and he's going in finally with a good situation with his college quarterback who asked for him to come play with him, like. It is just bananas to me. Do you think Ben has top five potential this year? I think that's. I think that's think within his range of outcomes. I five, think that he's uh, top ten, maybe. I think top five is within his range of outcomes, depending on how much, like he, how much passing game he gets. But I think that's a lot, and I'm just saying that's like his ceiling. I don't think he could be RB one overall. Personally, I don't think he could. No, I don't think so. But top top five RB is not out of the question because he gets passing work and he's. He's a good rusher as long as he stays healthy, which, I mean, everybody has a chance of not being healthy. So uh, I think that's his ceiling. I think more realistically my prediction would be like mid to high end RB2. I'm looking at yeah. kind of – I just see the mind meld because I guess I think Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, like he wanted Jamar Chase there. Travis or Trevor Lawrence wanted E.T. in there. So maybe they're able to have this meld um, and he throws the ball to him. They have experience. Exceptions. Like he could actually blow up and Even, be I mean, like – even without Great mind build, whatever that is, I think that he's still like they just have experience together. Right. That's all that is, you know. Yeah. So I don't know. It could happen. Uh, I don't know, Logan. It, that's a tough one for me. I think you, you traded away young assets for slightly younger assets. So to me, it's slightly not like you traded away unproven assets too. Right. It's not like you yeah, traded away twenty nine year old players after winning a championship to make your team a rebuild team. You really just made it a slightly younger and less proven team and you got it's some like, picks out of it that are so far off that it doesn't even fucking matter he, I mean, it like was so wishy-washy like, oh i heard the 2025 class is having like some killer flag football yeah 
literally they're right still now. in middle school it's right true, now it's, like, it, yeah. i don't get it i don't get it yeah. i love logan but i think you gotta you gotta be a little less quick on pulling the trigger i think you gotta think about it just just let it simmer a little bit instead of you know taking a red bull and hitting accept i think that's what it seems like over there in california buddy so next up, we have the ultra penultimate super fragilistic expialidocious fantasy fight. Okay, fantasy. I don't really know what to call it, but it's it is the fight of all fights on the show so far. We have done, I think, six fantasy fights. So this one is the legitimate tiebreaker. Um, it's gonna be another five rounder. So first to three is gonna be the the champ of the off season. Basically, that's what it's gonna be. Uh, we don't have an actual belt, but we're going to have a virtual belt that uh, we can wear figuratively, I suppose. I'll, I'll let Tyler take it over from here. Fantasy Fights. All right, gentlemen. Thank you for joining me again for another extremely, I was going to say important. They're all kind of important, right? Fantasy Fight. This affects the entire world. It's but this, not is, just this is way more important. Yes. This is everything. Uh, so just well, a refresher, if, if this is, well, actually before a refresher, if this is your first listen, this is your first fantasy fight, you got to go back, enjoy the saga, get some popcorn, crack a couple brewskis, do some deep diving on the fantasy fights. There've been a lot of good questions. Drink beer to our podcast. I'm running out I of questions. Suggested, especially if you're So driving. all the good questions are back, you know, in the other episodes. These are garbage. So come on. <laughs> are they really that bad? What's your favorite no, color? <laughs> John has to argue I would for love purple. To, oh man, that'd actually be a, that'd be a wicked funny question. <laughs> yeah, it'd be so funny if that was a question. <laughs> wow, um, Tyler is at the bottom <laughs> of the barrel. He is scraping, scraping the barrel for whatever scraps are left down there. Uh, so again, if you yeah. know any cool questions, they don't even have to be that interesting. If they're remotely fantasy related and could make for a good argument, please message us. That would be really cool. Thank you. Make yeah. them NFL related though, so I can win. Appreciated. Yes. Uh, so, but just in case, uh, you need a little refresher here. You'd had a little too many brewskis going through the backlogs. Um, this is a segment where Jake and John are going to face off in a debate, moderated by me. Um, I'm going to give them some sort of prompt. Uh, it says fantasy prompt here in the notes, but uh, that has not really always been true. Um, Whatever you want, <laughs> Tyler. Free I like the non-fantasy any, ones, any honestly. Any Tyler, Tyler-related <laughs> prompts? <laughs> I just like arguing with John, I What's think. What's the best pizza? Oh my God! Don't no spoilers. You got to go back and listen. Oh man! Uh, and they oh, have to state boy. their case, even if they don't personally stand by their claims. It's all about the argument, gentlemen. I'm gonna pick the best argument. I don't care if it's not right. If it's a good argument, you win. Uh, through each prompt, everyone's gonna get to form an opening statement, one rebuttal, and a closing statement. Uh, then I'm just gonna pick a winner after that. Uh, first dude to three points is gonna win the fantasy fight. And the fantasy fight belt, the championship, you guys. Discount Sponsored by Tyler. Discount it's real, that it's shit. made out of real gold. Yep. <laughs> made of real gold. Here oh, you yeah. can. I'll Tyler send you a digital it, NFT of this little uh, cup I got from Caesar's, Caesar's Palace. Palace Chalice. Isn't every one of our? <laughs> isn't one of every one of our episodes technically an NFT? Yes. I don't even know what an NFT is, and I don't. We should. We should sell it. We should sell our it. episodes as NFTs. So. Because this is such a special occasion, and you guys are joining me here today for the championship, we're going to flip the U.S. $50 denomination American Buffalo 24-karat gold coin. American Buffalo. That's, oh, wow. man. 
This you guys is, ever seen a buffalo sick. in person? Can I see how they go? No. I have. I've seen moose. Or, several moose, actually. Are buffalo Wait, and no, bison the same thing? I is that like an alligator and a and a crocodile like saying that's the same thing? I like, I mean. I like I don't yaks. Know. You like no, they're definitely not the same thing. Yaks? Like a yaks. yak is yeah, definitely yeah. not the same thing as a buffalo. No, I know it's not the same thing. I'm just saying they're the same family. Probably related. I think those are in Europe though, yeah. right? It's like a cow. Uh no, like they're like definitely European in Asia too. Buffalo. Yaks are I don't cool. think that it's a European buffalo. I think that that's incorrect. Anyway, back to the coin flip, because this is irrelevant. Keep going. <laughs> back to the coin flip of the... Uh, Snap back the, to reality. The animal that begins with the letter B. Who won? Yeah, Jake tied it up last time. Jake I did tie it up. I'm, I'm, on a, I'm on a hot streak yeah, of two right here. You are. So Jake, I don't I'm, like yeah, it. I'm going to let you call this flip here. Uh, let's go heads. Heads? That's the buffalo side, right? No, buffalo side. So that is tails. actually the Native American side. Okay, that's good. That's better. So, and I know that because I flipped it, and it was heads. Fucking motherfucker! I always say heads, and it always lands on tails. That's bullshit. You already know where I want to go. Tails never. You fails, already know baby. what I want to do. All right, so you guys got one minute opening statement, one minute rebuttal, and thirty second closing statement. Do you want to give us the question, refresher? or are we just gonna fight about whatever no, we want? No, you're just gonna fight. That would over, be hilarious. The best cheeseburger. That would be so, that would be so egg, funny. Tyler, tell us the question after. <laughs> Just start fighting about whatever nonsense comes to mind. Yeah, you look at Applebee's menu in front of you. <laughs> it's just, it's just, a, yeah, it's oh basically just about how go good we can yell right this second. Let's go. <sighs> Apple. I used to love Applebee's, and then it's just, mm. it's. I've slowly learned it's still microwave food. Oh, it's it just, is. Oh, yeah, but it's it's still, I, don't, I don't give a fuck. It's so good. You go there for the it's one dollar drinks. Yeah, one dollar drinks are busting. And and then you eat the food you would have microwaved at home anyway, drinking cheap cheap drinks. That's it. Yeah, it's totally worth it. I go for. I would go in the summertime for like two dollar Coors Light, twenty ounces or twenty four ounces, and then get the uh, the quesadillas and then the barbecue wings. Ooh. God, I w- I probably put on twenty five pounds in those three months. Man, you should right bring there. your own pocket food. They should have an <laughs> Applebee's food. bring your own food. <laughs> Just microwave at home and bring it to idea. the table. Yeah, the lost leaders don't work if people bring their own food. That's why you got to do it and not tell them. It's the neighborhood. Like, just man. order a thing of fries and then bring your own add on. So like you know. The food there is definitely better than what you'd make in the microwave at home. It like I understand that they no. make it in a Slightly microwave, but better. it's 100% better than whatever shit you on a microwave. Professional chefs, if they only got to use processed foods, I wouldn't even call them professional chefs. They could probably hire kind of anybody show. off the street to be a chef at Applebee's. <laughs> I could do it. They're not I think called you might chefs. Be overqualified. Called mm, that's a good yeah. point. <laughs> yep. I think you might be overqualified with all your depression meals. Wow, Jake! Oh. I've you know you know what my dinner was tonight? Uh, heated up piece of chicken Sad. and some sauce. <laughs> Talk about depression. No sides. Bro. No sides. Nothing. No I didn't have time sides, to do the brother. fucking podcast. My brother in Christ, <laughs> I ate dinner too, but yeah, no, that was full on depression meal without a doubt. But it is what it is. I'm okay with it. I'm full, ready to go. It's okay, Jim. energized. You won't be depressed okay. anymore because it's. Fantasy fight time, baby. Fantasy All right. Yeah, All right, so this. Jake, did you do you want to go do you want to go first? No, I want John to go first. You want John to go. Okay. Come on. Let's, let's, let's what a figure, a but you get to pick. You get to pick, you get to pick. That strat is yeah. gonna work against you, I promise you. I right. promise not. Your first prompt. Here we go. Fantasy fight championship. Who is, in your opinion, the best quarterback with an ADP that's in the tenth round or later? in redraft this year who would you pick who's your who's your effectively sleeper quarterback pick these are both in the spirit uh so john has formally picked uh tua tagovailoa 
and Jake Lurs has picked Justin Fields. That's funny. That was my second choice, so we're, we should be on the same page here. Yeah. Sweet. Shit. All right, so, John, I think you're going first. Uh, I have a timer up here, so whenever you're ready, my friend. Yeah, so I'm going with Tua, just just mainly because um, I think that he has he's gotten a lot of shit, and to be fair, he really didn't have the most incredible assets to work with over his last literally just one full season on a pretty bad team. And he's got a new coach, somebody who comes from a great team who's going to run uh, the West Coast offense, who uh, I think it it's, a, it's an offense that is not only great for the NFL, but great for fantasy. He made people like Debo Samuel, George Kittle, and all the running backs fantasy relevant with that offense, as, as Mike McDaniel did. And I think that's exactly what he's trying to build in Miami with a guy like Tyreek Hill. Um, they have Jalen Waddle, who we already know is incredible, Mike Gesicki, and they brought in a bunch of other running backs. So they're giving Tua all the weapons he needs to be not only good for the NFL, but good for fantasy. And not only is he going to have all those weapons, but Tua can run. Like, he's a very talented guy. Um, he's been, he came out of college and people thought he was going to be better than a guy like Jalen Hurts, who's a guy that is already going to be good for fantasy. But I think he's going to be great this year at his value. All right. Thank you, John and Jake. Whenever you're ready, uh, Justin Fields. Justin Fields is a great choice uh, for this question because he's going uh, right around you know pick 120, which is a really great place to pick up a quarterback. It costs you almost nothing, and you're getting your first choice in it. And people are saying Justin Fields is the guy there by putting him at that ADP. Now, why is Justin Fields the guy? Because not only can he throw the ball, which he's shown time and time again that he can, especially with Darnell Mooney, he loves him, but he rushes. That's what makes him the most important. Now, Tua, Tua is a secondary rusher. He throws the ball a lot more. That's what he's known for. He's known for his accuracy. And I just don't think this year is the year you're going to want to have him. I think he's going to get some chemistry with these players, but it's not going to be immediate. Justin Fields is a rushing first quarterback. He's putting down 100 yards in some game. That's something that you want no matter what for fantasy. Time and time again, fantasy quarterbacks that rush are the ones you want. Look at Lamar Jackson in his unanimous MVP year. To a just he's not going to have the chemistry with the wide receivers that you need for his passing to work. And whenever you're ready, John. Yep. Yeah. So the thing is, I think that Tua is going to be really good for fantasy this year. I think it's going to surprise you. Um, the dolphins have a pretty middle ground offensive line, but you say that Justin Fields is going to be good for rushing because he doesn't have a lot of great fantasy assets or just assets in general to throw to to make him fantasy relevant. The Chicago Bears actually have the worst ranked offensive line in the NFL. So he's going to be running for his life, but he's going to be running backwards and throwing the ball away. Yes, he's probably going to sneak away and get a few just sneaky touchdowns here and there. But I think overall, Justin Field is going to disappoint, and it's not his fault. I mean, he's just on a very bad team. Just overall, that team is not good, and it's not going to work well for fantasy, especially if Darnell Mooney gets hurt and Nikhil Harry's already out. He has nobody. Tua has so many people on that team that can make him a better quarterback for the NFL, and overall, at the value you're getting him in, like, literally the 12th round, there's not a better value of a quarterback in the fantasy draft this year. You can get so many other assets and make your team stacked. Thank you, John. And from here on out, if you guys are ready, you can just go ahead. Okay. You don't have to wait okay. <laughs> All right. Hold on. Okay. We've already seen at the end of the season that Justin Fields, when given the opportunity, can outscore Tua. That 
Tua has never put up a game over 20 points in fantasy. Why would you expect that this year when he's got a lot of new pieces going on and hasn't really shown up so far that he can be the guy that you're wanting to get over Justin Fields, who at the end of the day, even if, yeah, his his offensive line isn't the best, which Tua's isn't either, he's still going to rush and he's going to rush first a lot and he can run and he can run strong. He's a big guy. I think that that's going to put him over the top because he does have good passing options and he's going to rush, which we've we've always seen that be the recipe for success. And he's shown that with the same level of work that two is getting, he can be better. We already have clear examples of that. And this is his second year versus Tua being in his third. That just to me makes more sense to grab a guy like that who's going to get it and have the rushing ability. Whereas Tua, Tua doesn't rush. He doesn't even have a game over 40 rushing yards in his entire career. All right, in 30 seconds. I think it's obvious that rushing is important for fantasy points, but in terms of the value that you're getting to a Tagovailoa, his amount of upside in this year's draft is ridiculous. He has so many assets on that team that at the very least, all he really has to do is dump him off to Waddle, dump him off to Chase Edmonds, dump him off to Tyreek Hill. He has incredible assets that can do all the work for him and rack up those fantasy points. So I think for the value that you're getting to a it's going to work out to the point where you're going to have a stack team already, and then you have a guy with incredible upside in the 12th round. There's there's plenty of times where two is going at pretty much the exact same area as Justin Fields, and the truth is the players that you're missing out on that area are guys like Kenny Galladay or David Njoku. So you're not missing out on these top-tier players to get either of these guys. That's why I think going with the one that you know is going to get rush yards, which John says Tua gets rush yards, but that's not true. He doesn't have a game over 40 yards in his career and has a bunch of new pieces. I think Tua is a good player, but I think the better fantasy option is clearly Justin Fields here because he has that guaranteed rushing floor and an offense that should be a lot better this year and more, more cohesive. So these are both great picks. I I really like both of these guys um, as as deep round quarterback. I wouldn't even call them quarterback flyers. I feel like you you would still do pretty solid. Both of these guys, both of these guys, guys will be the starters. Yeah. I have yeah. drafted both of these guys in mock drafts. Yes, like, I yes, yes I, without yeah. question. We're all I, late. I think you QB guys, guys nailed the spirit of the question. Um, so John's argument with Tua, uh, he's got you know a new coach, better assets this year. That coaching staff uh, made people like Debo Samuel relevant, um, and and he's just getting more weapons this year, which is which is always a plus. Um, and then kind of knocking Fields, Chicago, by far and away, does have the worst O line in the NFL, um, and Fields might disappoint a little bit. Um, and and I do like that John brought up that Tua is a way better value. You're still two rounds past Justin Fields, uh, and he has just as much if not more upside uh, where is that adp coming from by the way i i was looking at sleeper and mine was like the same round he was getting picked so i have uh they're literally the same yeah on sleeper they are the same but yeah i mean you gotta Uh, go based off the argument does lying count as a good argument (laughs) i thought i was telling (laughs) tricking me i I think in my head i I also am looking at uh (laughs) i don't know but yeah Go I'm with looking at fantasy pros. Yeah. Justin Fields is 120. Tua is 121. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, okay. I'm just well, then that, that. It's pretty relative then. Okay. Well, if that was. If I that mean, was I the, did say that for what it's worth. That was a facet of my argument. That is. That's fair. Uh, Jake was telling me about Justin Fields. Uh, 
incredible value. He can throw it, but the key is, and he brought this up a lot of times, is that he rushes a lot. And that's a guy, that's, that's, a, that's a position where that rushing, no matter what the situation is on the field, like how good the team is, if there is a quarterback rushing at all, that's going to benefit you tremendously. Uh, Tua didn't really show up last year. I don't love that point because Justin Fields didn't really either. So that's why they're both mean? at a good ADP this 20, year. He had several 20-point-plus games. He just didn't get the full workload. That's why he didn't show up, and then he got injured. Should have said that. Oh, you should have brought that up. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that. that. Well, I, I, what do you mean I did? I compared their point totals. I said he had several 20-plus point games, and Tua had zero. Had yes, I you said Tua, about yes, I did. You said Tua didn't. didn't we can run this back right plus. now. And I said that Justin Fields did. Yeah, to make guarantee it more, it. more you pronounced never said 20 plus point because I didn't hear that. that. John, John will hear this back later and be like, oh, fuck. That'll, this will be one of those <laughs> questions where he'll be like, oh, yeah, Jake did say that. Unfortunately, we don't have producers or that capability, uh, Jake. So, uh, I don't know. Yeah, that is unfortunate, I guess, John. Yeah, maybe if we had a fucking budget. Those fantasy dudes.fm slash the anchor.fm. We do. It's $8. If you don't need producers, then it'll work for free. Come on. We need some we need some mods here to take care of this shit for us. Uh, I hate picking this one. Um, I I think based on just the amount of diversity in the points made in the argument and just the convincing nature in which he spoke, I have to give this first one to John. That's so god off. You lied several times in the in but the argument. Subtracting How is that, a that. Better have argument? you listened? That. But Jake, have you listened to the you, opening? description of fantasy fights you can lie it doesn't matter i made a better that's argument stupid this uh, i don't want to do this segment anymore if it's lying that's <laughs> no stupid. it doesn't say you can but i wasn't anywhere. i wasn't no, purposely lying no that's a, that's, that's a, a bullshit thing. one we can move on but that's god awful that's a terrible but, decision but i made listen, a better argument. Listen, john listen, made listen. such a you I, made a worse argument for a worse all you said was that he rushes more that's what you repeated the same thing over and over again fields rush more because all you said was that he rushed more that's it go look at go look at any comparison of players that just throw versus players that rush I didn't need to make a heavy argument because that argument alone should be why you draft him over Tua. Tua doesn't have the same floor that he does and that's what you want in a late round player is a, a high Mike, floor. Have you seen ceiling. his assets compared to the fucking Bears? He's not going to be Darnell, able to run, dude. Listen, listen, listen. Literally if Darnell Mooney goes down if Darnell Mooney goes down like John said Justin Fields has nobody. He has nothing. He's effectively Jake. not a quarterback, and okay. he's just going to get fucking swarmed every play. Yeah. He's going to be like fucking Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl two years ago. That's literally what he's going to be. I'll take, a, I'll take a water bet right now on Fields versus Tua. Those okay, water bet. Fields has a, has a worse season than Tua. It might be marginal, but he will have a worse season, in my opinion. Fields will have a better season. Okay, water bet. Absolutely. Add it to the list, Tyler. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Let's go. I through the notes on my stupid phone again. All right, so we've talked about quarterbacks, and we've talked about ADP. We've talked about really low ADP and how you can get somebody out of value. And I think this is important information for our listeners. I feel like if you're still relatively new to fantasy football, the concept of ADP is maybe a little bit foreign, and you're, you know, just like, oh, okay, yeah, it's just like a ranking system, whatever. It's all it about was value. for me until like three years ago. Right. Yeah. So it's important we touch on this. So for the second it, question here... Uh, Jake is going to be going first. Goddamn right. Who, in your opinion, do you think, and this can be any position, has Kicker. the most overrated? <laughs> has Kicker. the most overrated ADP going into next year? Who's somebody oh, you do not want to draft at this ADP? Like, not even close. All right. So Jake's going to go first this time. Uh, Jake has picked James Conner. 
uh, John who at Fantasy Pros versus James Conner. I have him at 32. Uh, uh, his I'm average is 33.7. And then John has Josh Allen. James Conner is at 31. Yeah, okay. right now is going as the QB1 pretty definitively uh, with an ADP of like 24. By a large margin, he's the highest drafted quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they have Sleeper ADP right next to it. That's actually fucking oh, super dope. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, and Sleeper is 20. Which, it, oh, God, yeah, like and why? I won't get into it. We'll, we'll get into it, but uh, yeah, yeah. It's, anyway. it's, it's insane. Anyway, all right. Uh, Jakelers, you are up first, my friend, whenever you are ready. Okay. Now, Josh Allen is going to be a, t- a person that's going to be easy to argue with from a philosophical standpoint. John's going to say, don't take a quarterback early. That's fine. But if you want to talk about overrated, he's arguing against a guy who's been the quarterback one two seasons in a row, who threw for 4,500, 4,400 yards, and rushed over 100 times each of those seasons. And every time he rushed, he was running for four to six yards per carry. He's picking up rushing touchdowns, and he is absolutely deadly with the ball with the receiving core he's got. Now, James Conner, that's a guy that I'm arguing for who got the most touchdowns, which is a stat that is wildly variable and will reg- will regress back to normal, which that's the second highest touchdowns in the league behind Jonathan Taylor. And he got half the workload Jonathan Taylor did. And he is not nearly the player that Jonathan Taylor is. So he is just not going to be the caliber that he is and the caliber that he's getting drafted at. James Conner is a bad bet if you want to get a return on your money where at least with Josh Allen, you are getting the number one quarterback. Yeah, so for me, you know, you're looking at a guy like Josh Allen. He's getting drafted literally in the middle of the second round. I think that that's an insane time to take a quarterback. Like, I, granted, he's the quarterback one of the last two seasons. That's awesome. Um, he, he is great at rushing. He's great at passing. He's got a lot of receiving threats. However, you want to build a fantasy team that's going to win you a championship. And Josh Allen is, is such a high draft capital pick at, at a position that has 32 starting quarterbacks that, you know, we're going to go out there every single week and throw the football, run around, whatever they're going to do. And they're going to be good. You can get Tom Brady in the seventh round and already have a stacked lineup of wide receivers, a solid tight end in the second or third round, and some running backs, and he's only going to get maybe 20 to 30 fantasy points overall less than him. That is that is, is not a marginal difference. That's well worth not drafting Josh Allen. None of us here would pick Josh Allen in the second round. We all stay, have that same exact opinion. We're, we just talked about value quarterbacks. You're not going to draft Josh Allen. Uh, John's argument really doesn't have a lot of legs to stand on. Uh, John's arguing for other quarterbacks in his argument against against my player, against J- James Conner. He didn't even say that my player's name once. What John is doing is trying to say, oh, we'll take a value. That's a philosophical argument. The argument here is what is the most overrated player for their ADP? It's not a philosophical argument. Whereas my argument is James Conner is going to regress to be worse. He has a worse snap percentage than Devin Singletary. He's not on the field that much, even when he is healthy. And he's not healthy very much. He's never played a full season. Last season was his most games at 15. And so you're going to tell me that I I want a guy who's not efficient. Most of his points came on touchdowns. And... And when he actually is out there, he doesn't get that that much of a snap percentage in the third round? 
Not a chance. But Josh Allen, at least you know you are getting the RB1. He's been the RB1 for two years. And he's not overrated. It's just philosophical. Jake, I honestly do think that James Value is a good pick this year where he is on ADP. Because when I've done my mock drafts, I've considered taking him in the third round mainly because of the wide receiver value in the first two rounds of the draft. I'm more than willing to take a guy like Je- Justin Jefferson at the 106 and then come back, take Aaron Jones, and then take James Conner as my as my second RB. I think he's got some incredible upside in a really, really good offense, okay? He doesn't have anybody behind him. Whether or not you have Eno Benjamin on your fucking fantasy team, he's not going to be fantasy relevant. He's not going to take away from James Conner. James Conner is going to have most likely a lot less touchdowns, but he's still going to be more than relevant on that team. They paid him. They gave him an extension. They're going to use him. I think that he's honestly a good value where he is because I'm not going to be taking anybody after him in those early rounds for running back. I would rather wait. But I think he's the last guy at that value that I would take that I would consider having as my RB2. I'm not going to take Josh Allen in the second round. I just think it's completely overpaying for a quarterback when you can get other positional players. John's arguing so much draft philosophy, but what he's not getting is the point of this question. What player is the most overrated at their ADP? He said Josh Allen, a guy who has been the quarterback one for two seasons in a row. My argument is that James Conner, a guy who has been incredibly inefficient, missed a ton of games, and most of his points come from touchdowns, is overrated in a third-round pick. You could take a guy like David Montgomery, Brees Hall, Travis Etienne. I mean, geez, even Josh Jacobs or Elijah Mitchell over him, and those are all going to be better options he is overrated I don't think Josh Allen is overrated in terms of the fantasy output he's going to put out but I don't there's no way that anybody in the right mind who doesn't want to finish other than middle ground of fantasy is going to take him in the first 15 picks it's just an absolute absolutely ridiculous place to take a quarterback it's it's complete overvalue yes he's been fantastic but I would much rather pick a quarterback later on and get one of those incredible other assets on my team James Conner, honestly, I think he could be better this season without anybody else on that team to take away snaps from him. Oh, man. <clears throat> really good arguments, you guys. Uh, man, where do I start with this one? All right, so I think the the biggest point for me with Josh Allen, I completely agree with you, John, that if you're taking a quarterback in the second round, you're a maniac. I don't care who it is. I don't care if... Michael Vick came back from the dead. <laughs> and in 2004, <laughs> no, yeah, I would draft him because, just to be invested in that. Right, like, I, there's just 0% chance I'm taking anyone in the second round that's a quarterback. No, I hear you I'll there. I'll give him that. However, the argument is on ADP, it's on an overrated player, and it's not necessarily on an overrated position. Uh, yeah, so, that's... that's... That's really tough. I see where you're coming from, though, because it's absolutely true. But like Jake said, Josh Allen has been the QB1 in the last two years in a row. But he literally needs to finish as the QB1 for that value to make any sense. He needs to finish again as the QB1. Right, and he probably will. He might. Like, top three. He could. So it's not so horribly overvalued that it, it just makes zero sense. I guess if you're a guy who likes drafting quarterbacks high, then take Josh Allen first, right? Like, that kind of makes sense. But James Conner is somebody who... There's just there's just not a really good chance of that same usage repeating next year. 
as soon as the Cardinals got in the red zone and they started using James Conner, that's that's all he did is he took red zone snaps. That's all that guy did all year. And if that game plan changes even a little bit, uh, especially with having Hollywood Brown now, then gonna go his value them, just but... tanks. <laughs> yeah, hey, it's literally his his play. value just evaporates. No, not, that's not true. Uh, Criminal speeding. That's more than enough reason to go to prison. And and most just, people get community service. James Conner, what what is his ADP right now? What do we say it was? Like thirty two. Thirty two. Uh, that's like a great 32. value for him. I'm telling you, I stand that's by not, that. I stand by that. That's a great value John, in terms of the other running John, backs after him. Yes, it is. It's a great I value. I disagree with you, but that is moronic. No, that it's is, not. This, that is yes, it I is. I don't think John. that. I don't 32? think that you picked a good player. I think he's a good a value where player? he's at. Oh I genuine. That was not just me bullshitting. I genuinely believe that. On. You didn't even spend that much time arguing against it because I and I thought it was because you didn't genuinely believe it. But John, he's every bit of his stats are both not efficient and are going to regress. I just he's not a guy I want, and then he's going to miss games. Would you rather have Brees Hall in like the same round? Yes, I wouldn't. Yes, yes, I would one hundred percent rather have Brees Hall. Absolutely, right. without question. Travis uh, Etienne, Brees Hall. I don't know if I'd rather Brees Hall, but. I think that I think there's James an argument to be made due for, for regression. Everybody, like a hundred percent. I still think, I think they got rid of Chase Edmonds, fine. which is great, but there's no way he's staying healthy all year, and there's no way they just they're just popping him in the red zone every single down like they did last year. Last year, so I I think that <sighs> you guys both had good picks, but I got to give this one to Jake. All I think right. mine was just in, more in the spirit of the question. I think John. I think John truly lost that on a philosophical point because it's not necessarily like, oh, you shouldn't draft. I think this the player. arguments I made are totally relevant, though. Uh, you could still well, sway my way regardless. Travis extremely Kelsey relevant. I, they're not. It's I, not philosophical. Like that's a good way to approach it. It really is. It is a good way to approach it. I agree, John. I I am the biggest proponent of zero QB that you know. I don't even draft him sometimes. All right, then there you go. I, I'm, I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not saying you had a bad point. I agree with that. That's why I came out of the gate with it. But I couldn't go in and and be like, oh, you shouldn't draft Travis Kelsey because that's a first round pick and you should punt tight ends. Like that's just a philosophical difference. You're just making a decision on how you want to play fantasy. That doesn't make him overrated. A guy who's finished as number one two seasons in a row isn't overrated if he's the first quarterback going off the board. Yeah. It's justified. Whereas James Conner had a bunch of stats that are inefficient and gonna regress and is going off the board at like RB eleven or twelve. Yeah, no, I I understand the arguments. That's that's a tough one, man. Yeah. I think it came down to the words of the question, realistically. I really did. Yeah, I mean, they were yeah. both great answers, and I, like I said, you didn't have a bad argument. It was a yeah. great argument, but <sighs> if I have to like cut it down for talking brass, ta- brass tacks, then it's it's James <laughs> Conner because his got to be James Conner. His ADP is just it's just straight up overrated. I agree that the quarterback position, especially Josh Allen, is is ridiculous. I mean, you can st- truth- you're still taking Pat Mahomes at. Pat Mahomes 34. is 12 picks later. It's a full round later. The next quarterback right. off the board, I truly believe crazy that to me. I don't think that you could have picked. Like, I truly, in my absolute heart, believe that James Conner is the most overrated player you can get in the first four, maybe five rounds. I would say Saquon is. Like, I, I, no, I, I, yeah, no, I, I almost said Saquon's ta- Saquon or Debo. Saquon's, Saquon's talent is so astronomically much better than a lot of players. His situation's terrible, but James Conner is not that good doesn't get a lot of opportunity because he gets hurt and doesn't play that many that much snap percentage when he's out there because he's a red zone back. He's going to have and plenty of opportunity. He's going to regress. They paid him. Okay. They paid him. 
They paid yeah, him more okay. money. It wasn't a one-year rental. They actually want him there. Is, and I said that. He's going to keep his ankle together well. And is also, are they going to, like... He wasn't even hurt guaranteed? last year. He literally he wasn't hurt last year. That was that was his best season. Okay. He missed two ga- or three games, and it was his best season. By, a, like, a wide margin. By, like, four games, it was his best season. <sighs> All right. We get to switch it up a little bit. We're talking about ADP. We're talking about stats. Probably a lot of people falling asleep right now talking about ADP. Falling Lots asleep on the wheel. Yep. Falling asleep at the wheel. Be, this is going to be the pizza screen. Hey, wake up. I can tell it. Fucking There's a tree be. there. Well, <laughs> it's not quite that bad. Yeah. Tyler but, is your OnStar representative. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want me as your OnStar representative. I'll hang up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> distracted. I don't know. I'm like, oh, sorry, man. I'm busy. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you're Do dying. You talk uh, about too bad. They're upside down sinking into a river. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're breaking up. Uh, uh. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm talking about fantasy football. So it's it's the off season. We know how slow it is around here. So it should come as as no surprise that a lot of the press releases lately uh, have been not only just like dumb practice stuff. Uh, but a couple weeks before that, I'm a little late on this one. Uh, was all of the alternate uniform releases. Oh, uh, we yep. had a lot of different helmets, a lot of different alternate jerseys. We had promo videos. We had just, uh, photo shoots. That's some cool shit. So I want you guys to give me your best alternate uniform for next year. Oh, my Christ. All right. So the picks are in. Uh, I believe John is going first because it's the third, third round. Uh, John has picked the Eagles. And just to have some context here uh i think it's their throwback isn't it yeah yeah so it's like the patriots but a throwback it's it's their older jerseys that they had in like the 80s 90s i think which i'm not going to say anything until after the argument um but i am just making sure that's definitely the one you picked and jake has the cardinals all right we are good john whenever you're ready my friend That counts. Gotta clear my throat. Um, timer, timer started so, already. So, oh shit! Yeah, so <laughs> I went with the Eagles because, first of all, I love the color green. I think it's a great color. I think it's a fierce color. And not only do the Eagles have cool uniforms now, I think they arguably have the coolest helmets in the NFL. And I think they have for the longest time. I love the Randall Cunningham days when you go back. They have the kind of just like, like pastel green and then it's literally just like white eagle feathers across the helmet i think it's a badass look it always has been it's classic it's just like it's very nostalgic to go back and look at those they just have a really slick and badass look to them and i can't wait to see jalen hurts and aj brown and even miles sanders wearing these threads i think it's going to be really cool and honestly throwbacks from the older days are awesome i think they're way better than the color rush and just the alternatives that they come up these days i like the classic look a lot more because it actually makes you feel like you're looking back in time a little bit it's like walking into fenway these days you know you go to the eagles games that wearing these you're gonna feel nostalgic Extra points for saying Miles Sanders. Even Miles Sanders. Even Miles Sanders even could Miles, wear it. Even the starting running back. <laughs> uh, even actually, that guy. I'm actually looking at a picture of him, like, photoshopped into the jersey. Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's like you said it like he's an obscure player. Like, he's like... <laughs> he's just irrelevant and stupid. That's somebody all. That we, somebody we might not know. Right. Even, even Kenneth guy. Gainwell could wear it. Okay. John's argument was mostly based on uh, nostalgia, which is, is great, but, you know... 
I like I like a sleek design. And you want to talk sleek? The all black uniforms with the white helmets, those were good. But the addition this year of the all black with the red Cardinals logo, that is sleek. That is scary. And that's a high powered offense. You're gonna watch these guys go out there and just he's gonna throw bombs. Kyler Murray's gonna throw bombs and then he's gonna be rushing. Every facet of that team is gonna be a lot of fun to watch, and they have some really fun uniforms. John's guys are using the old and tired. That's that's it's a classic <laughs> outfit for a reason. It's a classic outfit for a reason, and it should stay a classic. These guys don't represent the quality that that Cunningham was. I mean, that that's just that's just not the way things are anymore. And these sleek outfits that they got on, they got these red slits right at the armpit, and oh man, it is just it is a nice looking outfit for a team that's going to play some seriously cool football this year. It's just a black helmet with a red logo. That's all it is, Jake. There's nothing. I can't find a picture of the jerseys I've been trying, but if I'm just going off the helmet, I think the Arizona Cardinals as a mascot and a logo is fucking stupid. They're in Arizona. There's so many cool desert-related animals they could have chosen. I know they're originally from St. Louis, but like they could have picked a scorpion. That would be sick on a black helmet. You need to go nostalgia. Randall Cunningham is one of the coolest, I think, most... Just exciting quarterbacks to watch of his time. He's like the original rusher, okay, other than Frank Tarkenton in Minnesota. You got to go, and you're going to Jalen Hurts. People are going to have flashbacks. All those huge, crazy, insane Philadelphia Eagles fans are going to go nuts when they see them wearing these jerseys. You're going to go to Arizona and see them wearing a black helmet? Who gives a fuck? It's really not a big deal, okay? It's a boring logo and a boring team to begin with. I'd much rather be in Philadelphia where people throw bottles at an opposing team wearing nostalgic jerseys. It's going to be a fucking sick experience to be a part of. Who cares about University of Phoenix Stadium? There's absolutely zero creativity in the outfits that they put together. John's arguing a lot about players. First off, the quarterback that's starting this season might not even be the quarterback that finished this this season. We don't know. Jalen Hurts isn't that proven. The fans there are god-awful. They burn their city to the ground every time they win a game. And and the uniforms, are just, there's no creativity. It came from a time when that didn't matter. Why do we want to see them again? And you were talking about how helmets don't matter. Well, that's the main focal point of your argument other than the fans throw batteries at people, which is not a very good argument for what the coolest outfit is. These guys have brand new sleek outfits and they made a nice tasteful addition this year with the black helmets. The red and black is awesome. And watching these guys burn defenses, Hollywood Brown, Hopkins come week six and Kyler Murray, these guys are going to look awesome out there. They're not going to look like the outdated nothingness of the old Eagles outfit. The coolest part is that is the feathers on the helmet, and that's not even a big deal. Because, like you said, why would helmets matter? Helmets matter when you're looking at the coolest one in the NFL, and you're going back to the to the bare bones where it all started. The cool, sleek, nostalgic looking feathers on the helmet. If you talk to anybody, they're gonna say it's at least top five. The Cardinals are gonna be literally in the bottom 30 okay they're like number 30 number 31 in terms of logos in the nfl just making the logo the helmet black doesn't add anything for me okay i just i think that the eagles by far have the coolest throwback jerseys to begin with and you're gonna see them this year with jalen hurts who's gonna play the whole season <laughs> 
Maybe if the argument was throwback jersey, I'd say, okay, there's some argument. But even then, it's not even the coolest throwback jersey, and we know that because we both picked the coolest one, and those are the coolest throwback helmets. These helmets are played out. They've been, they brought them back so many times. This is a fresh new design on a team that is better than they have ever been. You're going to watch them go out there, play a bunch of great football, and look absolutely sick doing it. The Eagles, however, are going to go out there and do what they've done forever. Be bad in plain not cool uniforms. <laughs> Bitch. That's not <laughs> true. That's a fucking the lie. Jalen Hurts, the Jalen Hurts stab was so personal. Why would you say that? That's also not true. He's not going to lose the job mid-season to who? Who's on the team? Joe Flacco? He's definitely going to lose the job mid-season. Is Joe no? Flacco on the Eagles? Joe Flacco, Joe Flacco would have already taken his job. He's on the Oh, my still. fucking God. It's a black helmet, Jake. Okay. Jesus, they, their man. alternates are their alternates are cooler for sure. I'm trying. I, 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 I genuinely agree. The fucking it. jersey. I've been trying. It's just it's just the regular black alternates. You can, you I don't can know how find. The oh, it's just the regular black the helmet, alternates. So it's boring, but not them together. No, it's yeah. the, it's the black all. Yeah, okay. Yours is the regular ass green. You're you're uh, your literally all literally they added don't have a was the helmets black instead of white. That's the only argument you have this year. They've continued to make improvements, John. Yours have been the same since 1972. Yeah, (sighs) that's what people like. I don't like the minimalist look that everyone's going for. Go back in time. You're talking about the garbage Philly fans? That's a great argument. I like our Philly fans. I could care less. I have two of them on my fucking fantasy Those people would watch watch Mm. people hit each other in trash bags. At least that's more exciting than going to University of Phoenix Stadium and watching them lose at home every fucking time. That's not what's happened. They've been a really good football team. Well, I listen to the ballers. Every time they go to a home game, they lose. Yeah, well, <laughs> we're not the ballers, so. Well, yeah, that was a, a pretty heated argument over uniforms, so that was pretty good. Yeah, thanks, Tyler. Yeah. I mean, that was pretty up there. I was I was thinking it would get a little more yelly. It got it got to that point after the, the official argument was done. Well, we'll keep it in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's still going to be in the episode. Keep it in. <laughs> I thought they were both good in. choices. I like a clean all black. I really do. Um uh, but dude, there's there's something. It, it's like a, it's like a storybook. Those those throwback Eagles uniforms. Oh, get so the sick. fuck out of here! And, I'm right. But here's the thing. This is I'm taking my personal because if I was gonna pick, I would pick the Eagles, right? But taking my personal bias out of this completely, John made a great argument. Throwing, you know. That that nostalgic like Eagles team is what you associate with the jerseys, with the uniforms. There's a whole like almost subculture around that throwback uniform. Can you wipe that fucking where, look off your face, Jake? Can you wipe that fucking look off that your Cardinals face? Logo, so that shocked. Cardinals logo. That Cardinals logo is is pretty bum. That's Thank a you. pretty bum logo. That's a and that's a, that's. It's, it's a pretty a good point, mascot. and to be fair, that's a pretty low effort. It's not alternate. about the mascot. That's a sweet alternate. What are you talking about? That's, a, that's it's a barely an alternate. It's man. a card. It's a, helmet. Helmet. it's a low effort. It's alternate. a helmet, motherfucker. Their their jersey is just green. That's the I can describe their whole jersey. Your by saying jersey's green. just fucking white most of the time, and your one no, now it's just no, black. It's not well, deal. Here's the thing. It's black here's the thing, with Jake. Red slits and oh, it's a, it's a nice design. Here's the Those thing. They've had green. that. They've had that uniform. The Cardinals have had that for a while. They have had the fucking uniform since 1971. Yeah, it's and ugly. how many times have they worn good. it since they got rid of it? They haven't thrown that back in such a long. I don't know yes, if they, they have. have they've definitely worn. Yes, they have. I don't they've know if they absolutely have. reworn that. Jake, I've literally the thing, heard though. Cardinals fans, the ballers, say that they don't like their own logo or mascot. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Cardinals but fans don't based, even like it. 
We're based purely purely on arguments still. No personal bias. So, although I would pick the Eagles anyway, I'm going yeah. to pick the Eagles this time and no. pick John as the winner this round Go! because of his points of throwback awesomeness. And I uh, name-dropped a lot of know, classic running quarterbacks. Name-dropped a lot of a classic quarterback. Uh, it kind of trashed on the fact that the Cardinals alternate is kind of just the helmet this year. Um, there are a lot of really exciting alternates, uh, and that... To me, was not that was not really on my radar when I was thinking of alternates. Nothing to be special honest. about it. Nothing. It's like the Panthers alternate. It's just black. That's it. They threw the logo on a black helmet. That's it. They're like three of them. Yeah, it was like them. The jersey is green. Yeah. The jersey is fucking green. That's it. That's the entire. It's the shade of green. It's the specific shade of green. I said it's the pastel green. There's something special about it. You can't get away with that these days. I could have argued the same thing for the Bucks alternates if I wanted to. You know. Oh, I forgot the Bucks are doing throwback. They're doing creamsicles this year. That's Hell that's gonna be yeah, kind of sick, dude. That's kind of dope. Can't wait to see Tommy Boy in those. That'll be sick. I think I'm, I, I might see that have on the to article go to a game I... in Tampa this year. I might do it, dude. Oh, if fuck? you do, I let me know because I'll fly down and go to one with you. Okay. My dad'll come too. Fuck. Okay. I we'll look into it. We'll be we'll be taking a look at the uh, the schedule, NFL schedule. Uh, speaking of the schedule, there's a lot of a lot of exciting oh, matchups this year. A lot of good teams, a lot of high-powered offense, a lot of ridiculous divisions. This is shaping up to be maybe one of the best seasons ever. You have the GOAT coming back. You just have so many change-ups at quarterback, so many ridiculous veteran trades. It, it, just the whole thing got thrown in a blender this year. So here's my question for you guys. Even though things are totally different this year, there might be some consistency still. If you had to stake your life on a player getting a touchdown in one singular game, who would it be and in what game would it be? That's very broad, Tyler. I wish you should give us one week and we have to pick a player from that week. All right. Let's, uh, okay. I like that. I like that. I like that. Jake, that's a good is that idea. okay? Let's, that, that really narrows um, it down yeah, that's fine. a little bit more for us. Yeah, that's fine. Like, pick a week and then we'll pick a game and a team and a player on that week. Here, I'll tell you what. I will even randomly generate a number between 1 and 17. 18, technically. Uh, good point. Thank you. Uh, generate one random number between the number of 1 and 18. Otherwise, there's so many fucking choices that like, <laughs> yeah, it, I would never be able Week to choose. Week 11. All right, so we are in round four. So Jake is going to go first. And his selection is Najee Harris. Against the Bengals. Aw. Wow. Thank you. Jake, is this for me? That's so nice. No. <laughs> you think he's going to be healthy by week 11? Wow. Yeah. Of your players, that's the only one I think that's going to be good. I think you're going to have uh, dust for bones, Joe Pickens Mixon going down. Three touchdowns that week. <laughs> dust for bones, Joe Mixon. <laughs> that's uh, what they call him, actually, is dust for bones, Mixon. In the locker room, they're like, hey, bones. what's up, dust for bones? And he's just hey, like, dust hey, guys. <laughs> DFB. <laughs> And then right. John has DeAndre Swift against the Giants. Right. Okay. Both Whenever I'm ready. Whenever you're ready, sir. Okay. A uh, couple of points. Najee is very durable. He's shown that he can handle heavy workload. He is young for the NFL already. 
by the time that Najee gets to this game, he will have played the Bengals three times already. Uh, he's going to understand the offense a lot better, and he's going to be a focus of this offense this year because they don't have a lot of other talent other places. It's going to be Trubisky or Rudolph, and if you're telling me those guys aren't going to be dumping off passes, then you're crazy. It's They lost Juju Smith-Schuster, and when targets get vacated, oftentimes they go to the running back, especially when there's a bad quarterback showing up. So he's going to have a lot of opportunity against an offense that he clearly knows. And the Bengals are really, really good, and they score a lot of points. They're going to have to score points to compete. And Najee Harris is going to be one of the biggest benefactors of that because he's a bell cow. We know he's going to be a bell cow. There's no other competition. So out of anybody that's available, he's got the most opportunity. And this Week 11 game is probably going to be a shootout because that's the only way the Steelers are ever going to be able to compete. I think the fact that you say it's going to be a shootout is pretty telling for the point that I don't think Najee has the highest chance of getting a touchdown in that week. They're going to have to play from behind and throw it downfield to the guys like Deontay Johnson, who's a huge target hog, um, uh, George Pickens, and Chase Claypool. As much as you hate the guy, he's probably going to get some targets in that game. Um, I, you know, I think week 11, we got lucky that Najee Harris did not get hurt last year. He already got an injury early in training camp, you know? And as much as I hate to say it, I think there's a big possibility maybe he, I don't know, maybe he has some sort of injury this year. But we're talking about DeAndre Swift here. I think going against the Giants, it's almost a guarantee that he gets a lot of usage in that game. I think that it's they're going to be giving him the ball throughout the season. And I think that game especially, they're going to be targeting him left and right against probably arguably one of the worst teams in the NFL, especially their defense. DeAndre Swift is going to be huge for fantasy this year, and he's going to be lights out in that game. I think he gets targets. I think they hand the ball off to him a lot, and I think he's going to be great. John's talking about how games being a shootout is going to be bad for running back. Well, he, he's talking about a team where they are literally 31-ranked overall defense. John's Detroit Lions are a god-awful team, and they really don't have a lot a lot around them. And their secondary running back, Jamal Williams, he's a dog. You've seen him go out there and be just as good as DeAndre Swift has. That is not the case for Najee Harris. Najee Harris has a divisional matchup versus a team that they have to be to be taken seriously in that division. And it's going to be a shootout. That's going to be great. Mike Tomlin knows how to use his workhorse running backs to get to get production, to get touchdowns, and he's going to do it here. He's got two quarterbacks that are serviceable enough to get dump-offs off to a guy who has shown that when he's given the production, he can produce. And Najee Harris is going to do that because they want to win these divisional games against their rivals. It matters a lot. Whereas DeAndre Swift, they've got a team that is going to be down the entire time and splitting work with Jamal Williams. I think you're forgetting the fact that they're going against the Bengals, which is actually a pretty solid defense. They were able to kind of shut down the running game against the Rams in the Super Bowl. That's the last I remember of the Bengals' defense, but they were surprisingly good. And I think they're going to be able to find a way to shut down not only the terrible offensive line of the Steelers, but possibly Najee Harris. They're probably going to be able to game plan by Week 11 after, I don't know if they play him beforehand, but if they do, they're going to know what to do against Najee Harris, and then they can change their game plan against him. You look at DeAndre Swift, the Giants are not going to be able to do much about him he's great he's a target hog he has between 5 and 11 targets in all the games where he's been healthy and I think he's going to be awesome in that game the likelihood of him getting a breakaway receiving or rushing touchdown against the Giants is a lot I think he could not only get one touchdown but at least two or three in that game 
you're gonna everybody is gonna be saying DeAndre Swift is the start of the week that week in week 11 and I think Najee Harris has the likelihood to have a dud game against the Bengals which have a good defense arguably a good defense and they're only going to get better so the argument here is who's going to score a touchdown. It's not what team's going to win, what team's going to be good, it's who's going to score a touchdown. And my argument is for a guy who is a bell cow back on an offense where they have vacated targets that are likely going to go to somebody that's shown they'll use their bell cow back. And it's in a divisional game where you know that they're not just going to be giving it away because it is a divisional game. The The argument here is that he will score a touchdown. I don't care about anything else in the argument. It doesn't matter if they win, what the score is. Najee Harris has the work and the skill to score one touchdown there. The Bengals are a great team. They made it to the Super Bowl. Zach Taylor is better than you give him credit for. And I think of all people to shut down on that offense, he's going to be having his defense swarm none other than Najee Harris. Okay, They're going to care a little bit less about the receivers downfield because they don't have a quarterback that can potentially get it to those players. Okay, They're going to be making sure they cover the flat and make sure that Najee Harris doesn't get any breakaways. And honestly, the Steelers don't have a good enough offensive line for him to rush the ball into the end zone, let alone get a receiving ball in the end zone. DeAndre Swift is going to be able to go against the Giants and get a touchdown. Wow. Snuck it in there at the end. Yeah. Man, those were both fantastic arguments. I love both picks. Um, Jake, Najee Harris, I thought was a great choice. Um, you know, he's he's on that Steelers team where where else is that ball going, right? <laughs> it, they're going to yeah. be using him 10 times out of 10. They drafted him to use him. He's shown the production under that workload. Um, but is that always a great thing? Is that a guaranteed touchdown? Um, I don't In know. In a division, man. Uh, well, no, I don't know. Go ahead, talk. Right? No, I want to hear. I, I, it's okay. And Open forum. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's I, for, I, I, I don't, fun. I don't see, I don't see usage not actually being a good thing, which is what you just said. Yeah. Well, I guess what I mean to say by usage not being a good thing is like that's a predictable usage, right? So you're going to know when everybody in that stadium knows they're going to give it to Najee in the red zone because that's pretty much their only option. You're going to call a defense that lets Najee Harris not do anything in the red zone. So that's where it can be. Flood them in the flats, like I said, because their offensive line. So, so the argu- the argument is the player that's most likely on the team to score a touchdown is not going to get a touchdown, so they're just going to get shut out. Yes, that's the expectation. Is that because? If he's the most likely, I don't know. I I don't I don't see. They the might have to get continue. tricky with them. How tricky can they I? Get, I though, mean, I see realistically against the Bengals, which is a good team. Right. They're they're a solid team, but it's a divisional matchup, and Mike Tomlin isn't going to go out there and with his thumb up his ass. He's it's Mike Tomlin. Like he knows how to use a bell cow back, and he he's going to be good. Um, I don't know. I, I I like DeAndre Swift, but go ahead and you love DeAndre Swift. You love yeah, DeAndre, DeAndre Swift. Swift. So yeah. DeAndre Swift uh, is is also a great choice. Uh, what I like more about that choice is that they're going against the Giants. Uh, the Giants have proven time and time again that they just throw away football games. And even if it's in garbage time, there is a very high percentage chance that DeAndre Swift just rips one off for like 65 yards past everyone on the Giants' defense. That could be any play. So... 
Oh, God. I hate when you guys make me pick these. This is so That's difficult. your job. I told you way uh, before we ever started doing this podcast. I know. That... <laughs> I know. Just this this championship. Like, this is this is what it is right here. This is for the championship. John's last 30 seconds was right on the money. Like, that was everything that I needed to hear to be convinced against Najee Harris. Not even necessarily so for DeAndre Swift that I believed in it so much more than Najee. But just that last stinger in that last 30 seconds man yeah i don't like i don't like not having the last i like having the last 30 seconds i do but i had to do that now because i wouldn't have had it in the final round i had to i had to use it to my advantage and i i agree dude i think that 30 seconds was all negative Najee harris like and that's the last thing you're hearing yeah yeah really hard i think that really does it yeah so i think you guys kind of know where i'm going with this one i i think john john's got the belt Thank yeah. you. Well, it's how does it feel, John? Fantasy fights. It feels champion. good, man. You know, I'm eating depression meals every night, and you know, <laughs> there's only a few things that get me through the day. And I think this is gonna be that thing. And I, that is I the really saddest shit you could have said. I've, I fought, I fought hard on this one, and it, it, I gotta say, it does feel good. It feels really good. Um, I haven't won anything in a long time. You know, I'm gonna make a tear ad right now. No, it's that been is great. Also sad. I've had a. This is, I love fantasy. This is so fun. I actually like. I almost wanted to lose this round so we could keep going. I'm not gonna lie. But we'll go to the fifth question anyway for fun. We'll do it. A palate I want you to finish. I'd up like speech. to give a nice, yeah. uh, a nice concession <laughs> speech. Um, you can both get fucked. You're morons. Uh, I hate you both. I can't wait for the season to start. Yeah. Uh, I fucking hate this segment. You two are idiots. Uh, John has no idea what the fuck he's talking about. Um, and honest to God, this was a bunch of ass clownery. So uh, see you next <laughs> off season for this, John. This is going to be your only win of the season. I can't wait. Thank you. And that's that's all I need. You know what? I I I created this segment. And the fact, if I had lost this segment, I was thinking about this while driving today. I'm like, if I lose a segment I created, that's embarrassing. And thank God I won. God. And if you win a segment you created, it's rigged. That's true. Probably. This is definitely rigged. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, yeah. This is rigged for entertainment. That's the only thing Tyler and John talk before every match. We do. Yeah. Um, yep. They they make me get out of the chat channel. Uh, they say I can't say anything or I'm off the podcast, but I know you guys need to hear this. We send Jake death threats all the time. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that was awful. Um, Are you okay? You're going to be this, fine. Uh, you probably forget the second we hit turn this podcast off you're gonna forget and move on with the rest of your life i won't oh, no, I have, i'll be yeah, reminiscing I this all night. Do that care. that's really good <laughs> and also really sad i wish you would stop saying sad things like that it's okay i just want you to feel bad for me it's all part well, of my that that my mission strategy. was that mission was already accomplished <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> perfect great no you guys both had a great season uh congratulations to everyone for being a participant in the fantasy fights just a just to begin with, uh, I know this. This sounds like it's all in good fun. We, you know, we goof around a lot, um, but these guys are out here fighting for their fucking lives every week. Oh god, and, Tyler's done it I once. Tell, he gets it now. I he did. I one did it round. once against arguably <laughs> uh, maybe maybe the easiest opponent I could have gone against. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you were like Mike Tyson in that. Now, if I had to argue against these guys, oh my god, I couldn't even probably get a word out, dude. I'd be my heart would be racing. I do feel just against Logan way stuff. better way better at this than I was at the beginning. Do you want to go against the champ right now, Tyler? No. Not even <laughs> no, close. I don't want to be here for three hours. <laughs> oh, my God. I was just going to say Plus, one, this last one, one is really subjective, around, too. I feel so like do one we, that's more stats-based would be fun. Do we roll this? Uh, 
do we roll this into next year? Like, does John just up on me one game, or do we start new? I think we start new. I think we might have to start new. Like, yeah, I, I might, won the, the championship. That last 30 seconds was the crowning victory. I'll take Man. it. That's the, that's the clip out I'm going to post, too, so it just looks like I'm awesome and Jake sucks. <laughs> the, yeah. the one clip. The <laughs> this is the entire show. It's 30 yep. seconds of a two-hour podcast. Yep. <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see when uh, Tyler and I both have a clip that we feel is really funny, but it's just John getting fucking dunked on. Well, who's going to post it? The question yeah, is, who's going to post that? You, what are you going <laughs> to That's what I'm saying. I just won't <laughs> give you the passwords to the Instagram, so you can't post There's this. no chance. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be amazing, and Tyler and I both gonna like. You have to post that, John. I will. You have to. I'll do it for the comments because it'd be funny as fuck. Yeah, I, I know you're, you're an only child. You want the attention? Yeah, because I don't get any. So, well, I used to back in the day. Every year, I get less and less happy birthday wishes from my family. This is getting really sad. <laughs> this is real sad anymore. It's not yeah, funny. You, sad. For somebody for somebody who won this, it's been really depressing. I'm so but happy. I'm like, really happy. This, this is great. Is, this is really this great. This is about the only thing that's going to get me through to tomorrow. <laughs> I see you guys. <laughs> I wouldn't have made it to tomorrow if I if it wasn't for this fantasy fight. Honestly, you'd have had your head in the oven post immediately post re, uh, record. I can't wait. To, I'm going to go make some chicken breast after this with some waffle fries. It's going to be great. Some more sad chicken breast. More no, chicken? it's a happy. Why didn't chicken you make breast? the waffle fries earlier to go with the yeah. chicken I from earlier? Time. You need a side. I, I had to work you all day, chicken. man. I had to work all you day. You made chicken. How did you have time for chicken but not waffle fries? You can put them in the oven at the same time. Well, I cooked the chicken the yesterday. This, this was just yeah, a, air an air fryer reheat today. Waffle fries are the premium mm. air fryer fry. They take I up a lot of room in the that. air fryer. Though. It's a perfect really, ratio. Well, because it's, it sends so much air through them, it's perfect. Oh, that's a good Love fucking waffle point, fries. dude. They're also just think about so either, good yeah. at dipping. They Because they gather waffle everything. Fry podcast. Yeah, waffle, those waffle fry dudes. Can we make a cooking podcast? We, oh, I would. Man. I just talk about my depression. That would be I, if, you guys, if you guys lived here, if you guys lived up here, I would make a cooking show with you. We have the capabilities. That would Holy be like, We could just do fantasy. That would be so we would hit sick. A, we would hit a really nice niche market because we could do a lot of meals for like game day. Let's move up. We'll move up. I'm like, we'll put a compound together. It'll be yep. called those fantasy Check. dude compound. Yep. Um. Yep. Okay, John, mm-hmm. you just have to come back. Man, all right. I'll throw my cat in the trunk, and we'll drive up right now in my rental car. <laughs> oh, my God, Molly. No, don't put her in the trunk. <laughs> Not the trunk. Okay, she can go in the back seat. Maybe. Yeah, That's I better. love Molly. She's great. Can she have a, does she have a tiny jersey? Um, I I don't have a jersey for her, but I do have a Wonder Woman costume for her. Cats oh. don't like clothes very much. She really doesn't like it, and she looks really funny in it. <laughs> she, she really doesn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> She's not a fan. She's just she statues. That's what I say. She just okay. Statues. Let's hear this. Uh, let's hear this last yeah, question. We can uh, we can freeform this one. We can just have kind of just a discussion about it. We have to freeform. Time no, I wanted to be serious. Um, fantasy football is now based solely on locker room presence alone. I don't know how it's scored. Don't ask me. Somebody somebody figured out a way to score locker room presence. Who do you think is the one hundred and one? Who is the first overall pick in locker room? Locker room presence. Presence. I don't think I don't think we should I don't think we should discuss qualifications. I think we should just pick. Jake picked <laughs> Jamal Williams. Well, okay. Running back, uh, Detroit Lions. I read that like the commissioner. Um, All right, I have a different pick then. Can I make a different pick? 
Is that allowed? I mean, not really, because that's kind of like the whole point of like sending it to me first, is Fuck. that you can't well, like cheat wait, off each wait, other. Wait, 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 wait. But can since I, we're just freeballing, you can, I don't, I don't give wait, a shit. Wait, wait, I got a fun thing. I got a fun thing. Can John say it, and then I can pick who he has from the two? Ooh, that sounds kind of fun. All right, I was going to pick AJ Dillon, right. but it's chill. Mm, I'm going to go AJ Dillon. Just because it's a fun, it's a more fun matchup. Yeah, that's more two fun. Two backup right. running backs <laughs> both each other. Yeah, running backs will never be anything. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, just a couple of guys. Just a couple of guys down on their luck. Yeah, we go. God, he's got some massive quads. How does he even wear pants? I don't think he can. I don't think he wear pants. <laughs> wow. Custom tailor made. They're actually shirts. <laughs> They're two shirts XL sewn together. Shirts from Levinsky's. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, I'm going to start the timer. Somebody just start talking. Yeah, I mean, come on. A.J. Dillon, not only does he has have massive quads, but the man has a massive heart, okay? He hasn't pushed to get that starting job against Aaron Jones, even though he's clearly the more overall talented guy. You look at his Instagram, he's riding bikes with kids with health issues, He's a nice guy. You think if he's going to do that with those kids, he's not going to do it with his locker room guys? He's just a guy with a smile on his face with big old quads, and he's humble about it. He doesn't look at guys and be like, did you miss leg day? No. He's like, man, I'm going to show you how to how to leg press 800 pounds, because I can do it, and you can do it. I think he's got an incredible locker room presence. He's not going out there trying to steal that starting job from anybody. He's just glad to be on the team. That's A.J. Dillon. And Jamal Williams, they didn't even want him on the Packers. They got rid of him, so we clearly didn't have any fucking locker room presence. Okay, better off in Detroit where you're just forgotten and you just dig your own grave and forget about your entire career. So what Jamal Williams actually had to say about Green Bay when he left was that it was like he was leaving a bad ex and that Detroit was picking him up and they were treating him right. Uh, and they've treated him right by, uh, by DeAndre Swift saying things like, now that's a guy you need on the team. The guy above him is saying that. And you want to talk about not caring about a starting job? Jamal Williams has never been the starter, but he shows up every day and he gives impassioned speeches like he did recently. He said, this is the minimum effort right here, right now, guys. I The, the record of last season does not determine us. And he almost cried supporting his team like that. And you want to talk about charity work. Jamal Williams has his own charity called J, J Swag Daddy Foundation. Now that's an awesome name, and he he gives out shopping sprees to to underprivileged families. That's huge. He's doing things to help people. His demeanor's amazing. Teammates are saying he's a guy you want on his team, and he's giving impassioned speeches to a team that has been bad. And it's not a bad team. Whereas Green Bay's a good team. He he doesn't have a lot to do over there. You want to talk about a guy that we can relate to? It's a guy like AJ Dillon. He plays fantasy football and he won $35,000 on Fantasy Pros. Guess what he guess what he did with that money? How can you relate to him? Donated man? it to a nonprofit, Jake. Okay? He cares about the local community. And you know what? I think Detroit is beyond the point of no return. Okay? I don't think Jamal Williams is going to be able to do anything to benefit that community because it's already horrible. Okay? Green Bay is a great nostalgic place where people are proud to live and aj dylan is going to bring nothing but humbleness happiness and quads to that community and he is just an absolutely fantastic human being he's incredible to look at and i think just the smile on his face brings an overall happy aroma to that locker room which is 
torn down by Aaron Rodgers, who thinks he's Nicolas Cage for some fucking reason. Okay, AJ Dillon is the true leader of that team, and Jamal Williams is just fucking Jamal Williams. I don't know what's happening anymore. I'm hungry, and I have to um, Yeah, John, I don't know how you can relate to a player who's or a guy who's winning championships. I don't know why that makes him a relatable person for you, but uh, you don't need a, some crazy good presence on a, on a team that's already winning. Jamal Williams is on a team that's getting their ass handed to him. He's giving impassioned speeches where he cries and, and supports his his teammates he believes in them he's that guy and he's so friendly and fun and he's great with fans and and he has a charity foundation everything about him is somebody you want on your team green bay they don't need that they they're winning they don't have to worry about that but you got a guy who shows up and is impassioned about a losing team that's something you can't buy anybody can get passionate about a winning team but Jamal Williams is showing up and being the rock for that team. He's not a star. He's not a stud. But you know what? He goes out there. He gives it his all. And he gives his teammates his all. And he gives his community his all. And that's really what matters in this. Uh, Jamal Williams has like 40,000 less followers on Instagram than AJ Dillon. So I think that that says a lot. We all know... That people who have more followers on Instagram are clearly a better human being. Not just in the world, but just in general, especially in the locker room. Okay? We care about that. And I think that AJ Dillon is just... When it comes to quad size, I think that that is the determining factor in whether or not you have more locker room present. Because he takes up more of the locker room physically. (laughs) I don't know! I don't know. This is dumb. I wish this one was in the real one. Airspace he takes up more room, so he I has more presence. Was... I don't know what you want me to fucking say. <laughs> God, I wish this was in the real one. <laughs> was that it? Was that, are we done? Do I have, do I have another oh, 30, 30, seconds? Got 30 seconds? Oh, shit. Sorry. Okay. All right. My bad. Uh, Instagram, Instagram followers has absolutely nothing to do with this. Come on. Tyler laughed at you when you said that. Because <laughs> he this agrees. He's like, a, yeah, that's right. That's, that's the worst possible argument. And quad size, I know it was a joke, but Jesus Christ. I mean... I think you and I both know that Jamal Williams is the better choice here. <laughs> He's got absolutely everything you could want, and and you're just floundering. It's okay though, because it's fun, and you already won the actual belt. I don't know, but Jamal Williams is the fucking guy, and there's nothing you can relate to relate to uh, quads on there. AJ Dillon, dude, if you had if this had actually been the last question, you would have taken it so easily because I have no, oh, I so have easy. no fucking idea what I'm saying about. In this, yeah. in this argument, this is hard. I don't know. There's so much yeah. evidence with Jamal Williams, too, that we've actually seen on Twitter lately. It right. just depends He's on how you define cool the dude. question, because I think my last argument is actually pretty relevant, because he is taking up more physical presence of the locker room. See, John, you there's there. O-line no, guys. You can't there's deny a... that. It's true. But there's O-line guys. There's O-line guys that are twice just his size. looking up literally the largest man well, in also the, the fact playing that today. Green Bay's an old stadium, yeah. so <laughs> granted, the locker room is probably what's smaller and more quaint than oh, Detroit. Oh, what's his name from... Uh... He's on the Pats again, isn't he? That dude's enormous. He's like 6'10". He plays for the Raiders, too. What's uh, his name? I'm just going to look up largest man in the NFL. Jeff Saturday? Remember? Trent Brown. Oh, Trent Brown, yeah, that's it. I was right, dude. He Trent Brown, big, big boy. boy. Oh, yeah. What is he? Have you ever seen yeah, him six, next 10, to Tariq Cohen? Hold on. <laughs> Holy yeah. fuck. Dude, that's, that's six inches taller than me and 35 pounds over my heaviest. I feel like I shouldn't come in the size that I am, and I can't imagine what it's like to live like that. Like, what does he drive for a car? A smart car. What does he fit in? 
Yeah. Whatever Shaq drives, that's what he does. Yeah, AJ Dillon is the same height as Jamal Williams, but another twenty-seven pounds bigger. So that's all quads. I think that's the argument right there that you need to go by Tyler. Dude, I was absolutely dying when you're like, Yeah, all that charity work that Jamal Williams is doing, it doesn't matter. Detroit's gone. Just leave it. <laughs> exactly. It's true. <laughs> it's, it's, it's beyond the point of no return. There's nothing you can do to help Detroit. I was like, I was like Jesus. Oh my God. Did John just say, let Detroit die? You said a lot of shit about Philadelphia. Though, I was like, so, like, oh my it's not God. fair. Yeah. Philadelphia is awful. Well, Philadelphia is a god awful city. I guess, do you want to pick a winner? Well, I don't know. They, I, did I just lose do, the belt right do, there? They do just yeah, throw back. Yeah, John lost oh, the belt. It's actually Jake's. Okay. That Surprise. That's fair. That makes sense. Um, yeah, all right. Funny. I guess that's it for this episode. Um, if you made it this far, God, we really appreciate it. If you've been listening through the off season, um, then you are definitely a dedicated listener. And if you're not in our league, then wow, it's really impressive that you care enough to listen to this podcast. We very much appreciate it. Um, anything you guys want to say before we get to next week's episode? Uh, send hate mail to John about this win. His arguments were bad and, uh, you should let him know that. And I just bleeped out everything Jake said, Tyler, anything you want to say? It just says redacted. <laughs> redacted, <Over> yeah. <laughs> hearsay, Paradactyl. redacted, hearsay. Objection. No, I, it's been an honor and a pleasure uh, moderating this season of uh, Fantasy Fights. Uh, you guys always had great arguments. It was impossible to choose sometimes. Um, but it was it was a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to the rest of the season, though. I can't wait for the real season to have Tyler is, there from week one. It's going to be fucking yeah, this is awesome, Tyler's, dude. This is Tyler's, Tyler joined in the offseason, right? I think. I, well, we had him on as a baby. guest for like week Dude. 11 or something, something like that. And then we did, we did bring like him that, on yeah. as a guest. Yeah. And then, oh man. Wow. That's going to be awesome. It's going to be fun. I, week I'm three, boys. Super excited. Week three. Oh, Ooh. Week three. And maybe Tyler will come down to Tampa for, oh man. God. Ooh, baby. I'm excited. Yeah. Week if for three. fantasy and NFL and just everything, it's going to be a good time. Um, follow us at those fantasy dudes, Instagram and Facebook at fantasy dudes pod on Twitter. Sub to us on all the podcast platforms. So you never miss an episode. And next week's episode will be a keeper uh, mock draft and some Dynasty Down, a little bit of NFL news. So it should be a good time. And we're actually going to bring Logan on there for Dr. Logan Chimes In. That's hey. our last uh, last off-season episode. Yeah, last yeah, off-season episode until we're, we're every single there. week. It's going to be a good time. I'm excited. And also, yeah, Logan, if you're listening, you don't even know you're going to be on that episode yet, but I'll make sure you are prepared. You need to <laughs> Logan, go buy if a you are listening, microphone, you son of a bitch. If you are listening, this is uh, your trades are the worst, and I'm really glad that you listen to all of this. It means you listen to us tell you how bad your trades are. Do better. And we love you. Yeah. Learn from it and move on, and maybe you'll win in 2026 or something like that. We it's do. amazing I how, really, it's truly amazing hope how that good Logan you makes are us look dumb, and I hope all those trades work out in his favor. Michael Hardman's a top awesome. 10 wide receiver this year. Yeah, you only say that because yeah, you're the one that benefited. If if it was anybody else in the league, you'd be like, fuck this guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you in the next one. Thanks for tuning in to Those Fantasy Dudes Podcast. Make sure to tune in next week and follow us at Those Fantasy Dudes on Instagram.